Hi guys, welcome back to Infinite Possibilities, the podcast where we explore the lives of amazing people, their choices, challenges and opportunities. And today I have a very special guest, Nicole. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So this podcast has been a long time coming, <laughs> many reschedules, a life event. So it's super exciting to finally have you. Thank you. Yeah. So Nicole, what is your kind of one minute intro? What do you do? Um, so my name is Nicole Holland. I work as a consultant at KPMG um, here in Brisbane with Karen um, and yeah, I, I really enjoy hanging out with my family and friends, playing music, running, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Whoa, so we're going to dig deeper into her life and we're going to go right from the beginning. So Nicole, what kind of kid were you like growing up? I was really shy as a kid, oh, really? actually. Yeah. Um, I was like that kid that like always I'm hiding behind my mum's skirt at a birthday Aww. party and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I was just like curious, artistic, mm -hmm. liked to just like hang out with my family and um, yeah. yeah, be creative, I think. Like I remember my... Um, my mum was telling me the other day that she, she like asked me, she's like, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I was like, I don't want to do what you do. You work <laughs> too hard. I just want to be an artist. Aww, and um, yeah, so uh, yeah, as a kid, I was just like, loved being creative in that. And ironic because my mum's a um, chartered accountant and now yeah. I'm studying my yeah. CA. So <laughs> I'm sort of following in her footsteps. That's crazy. And then tell me more about your creativity growing up. So were you like really into drawing? What kind of stuff were you into? Yeah, I really loved drawing. But then I think I sort of le leaned towards um, like the musical avenue oh. when I, you know, started school and stuff. Because I feel like I really enjoyed music because it's also tangible. Like you can, like it's goal orientated. So you yeah. can sort of like sit your exams. Hit the grades. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. So I really liked that. And I played like piano from grade one um, right through to grade 12. So wow. I really enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Didn't know that about you. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and then so tell me more about sort of how you fit in the school environment. So you grew up in South Africa. What yeah. was that like? Was it intense schooling? Or? Well, my yeah, my school in South Africa was like a, an all girls school that was very like proper and strict. Oh, um, so I think that's also maybe why I was a bit shy because I was like <laughs> really scared of the teachers there. Yeah, um, but it was really good. Like. Uh, yeah, I really was lucky to have that sort of um, rigid environment. <laughs> environment but um, yeah, it was quite good. And then moving here to Australia, um, I went, well, we moved to like a, what do you call it, co-ed school yeah. for the first time. And I was like, we had a seating a seating oh, plan really? and I was like I don't want to sit next to a boy <laughs> they smell so um <laughs> no I don't actually that is but so funny. um no. yeah that was like my biggest fear going <laughs> to a co-ed school and it was yeah, good especially though, in like, primary school boys can be a bit cheeky, yeah, naughty and dirty <laughs> yeah and like yeah just coming from even though I have like brothers it was yeah. just yeah growing up in that like 
um, other the other environment in South Africa it was like very strange to me. Yeah, and um, if, if everything was like very prim and proper in your mm, old school. Yeah, but I think I really value the co-ed experience because yeah. you get to like I don't know mix with a lot more, more people, people and it's a lot more representative of like society as a whole rather yeah. than just being. Like, sort Otherwise, of, you're going to be really shocked when you start yeah. working. You'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. this is yeah. so weird. Yeah, my friend, she definitely had like a similar experience. Right. When she went to like uni, she's like, oh man, like I don't know what to say. I don't know. Oh, so she went to like um, co uh, ed. I think, um, yeah, she did it in high school. And I think when she like went to uni, it was like a bit weird. So she was like, right. oh man. But um, I yeah. think she's fine now. <laughs> yeah, no, like I'm really glad to have had the mix it was really it's really interesting um but the best thing about going to a co-ed school was I was so excited that I could like see my brothers at lunch yeah. at lunchtime um, so, so that was really good yeah. yeah and so did you have any I guess um when you said like oh boys I remember um back in primary school I was sitting mm. on the floor and this guy he was like killing dead ants and he put them <laughs> on my knees so did you have any oh, like no. <laughs> did you have any experiences that came to fruition not really I okay. didn't have <laughs> thankfully I didn't okay. have any like nice. traumatic dead ant experiences yeah. okay um yeah it was it was more so in my head than yeah. actually everyone was really nice yeah and tell me, what were your brothers like? Were they super clean? Are they more like extroverted? Because I'm surprised if you're the oldest child, I feel like you have to sort of be yeah. more extroverted. I think my brothers are a little bit, maybe, like maybe, I feel like now I've sort of come out of my shell Aww, a bit more. But um, yeah, I think they're very similar to me actually. Ooh. Yeah, but they're similar in personality but so different in their like individual interests so oh, that's the best like all three of us we're interested in totally different things but yeah. like we all get along really well which is really oh, nice that's so cool mm. and I heard that you have twin brothers yeah they're twins and when I was little I used to feel really left out yeah, like oh yeah. mom they're like playing cars without me or something yeah. like that um but now like we get along really well and yeah. Yeah. Was there like a transition when you guys started to like become closer? Was it like later? Yeah, I think or? so. I think, I don't really think I could pinpoint a specific yeah. moment, but um, probably like high school or even when I moved out of home Ooh. and it just like our, the like the distance sort of like, made me appreciate them a lot yeah. more. But I would say maybe high school, we, we became really tight. Yeah. And Aww. stopped like getting annoyed at each other <laughs> and things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and would you consider yourself like a bit of a tomboy then? Like sort of growing up with two brothers? Mm. Like, yes and no. I really enjoy sort of like fixing things, yeah. and, like Very doing projects on my car and stuff Love like it. that. But I would say I'm also like a bit of a princess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yin like, and yang. Yeah, a bit of both. They're really like, I and I used to do a lot of actually, um, sort of like, what do you call it? Building mm. woodwork and stuff like oh. that with my grandpa, and oh, he yes, yeah, so like from like a really young age, I was doing that with him and my Carl and Justin as well, 
and we yeah. would build like I don't know we built like chicken coop oh, um, like cubby so cool. houses and stuff oh, like that, that been so fun, which was really houses. fun so I feel like I, I love doing that sort of stuff as well yeah, yeah that's awesome cool and then tell me more about school so Mm. How did you fit in the school environment? Were you the academic kid? I think you were. Were you sporty? Were you popular? I was definitely like that kid that always just like stays. Yeah, I was yeah. like stays behind in lunch break <laughs> to ask the teacher questions. They were probably so excited for me to leave. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. I can have my lunch breaks back <laughs> in our and class. stop. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I really, like I mentioned, the music which I got really into at school. I played um, clarinet mm. as well. Ooh. So I was, into, I was in a few like bands and stuff. I was like oh. that really nerdy. I love it. Like music kid. Yeah. Um, but that was really good. It took up a lot of my time though. Like, you know, like rehearsals at yeah, sure. lunchtime, after school wow. and yeah. stuff. So there was a fair bit of that. And um, I'm thankful that we lived like right across the road from oh, school so, so um, that was really good so my mum and dad didn't have to you know, pick us up and Carl and Justin my brothers were really into like the music as well so oh, it okay. made it made it nice that we were all in in it together and yeah um, just one drop off one pickup yeah Easy. yeah <laughs> but yeah I would say I was definitely like the like the teacher's pet kind of yeah um studied really <laughs> hard type of person but um, yeah, it was, I really loved school. And was it because you kind of loved learning? Was there something specific that you would stay back to learn more about? Or was it like, hey miss, I don't understand, can you please explain to me? I wouldn't say maybe, I wouldn't say I was particularly wanting to learn more. Yeah. I just wanted to like get, get a good, good grade. grades. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to meet what was I don't know, make sure I really understood like my assignments or exams yeah. and stuff like wow, that. Wow, so good. To just like keep asking questions. But even here, I just ask so yeah. many questions and people yeah, are probably like, oh. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, but yeah. yeah. Were your parents strict on grades? So they kind of like got you to study hard? No, they weren't. But I think, I think they weren't because I was so, Yeah, I'm I was really focused on it myself. So. Maybe if I just didn't care, then they would have, you know, nudged me a little bit. But they were just like, do whatever is, yeah. your, do your best and, like, that's all that matters. But I'm sure if I just, like, you know, kick back and relax, and yeah. like, I don't really care about this, they would have nudged yeah. me along. But, yeah, I'm thankful that I had that drive yeah. inside of me to I'm try impressed. and like <laughs> try and do my best but yeah and has that sort of been common throughout your schooling where you really do give it a good shot or have mm. you had a stage where you just slack off and you're like I don't care about this anymore I've gotten into uni or whatever yeah not like I feel like that was oh actually during uni once I'd already gotten a job yeah. and stuff like that <laughs> that it was hard to keep going because <laughs> I was like, why, why am I actually trying anymore? Yeah. Like, I just want to pass, which was never really a mentality that I'd had before. Yeah. I was always, like, wanting to do, like, not necessarily wanting to pass, but wanting to, like, actually do something that I'm proud of. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, that period of, I would say my last semester of uni yeah. was tough to <laughs> actually motivate myself. But, yeah, apart from that, like... It's, 
I, I like really enjoy like learning and yeah. stuff like that. Mm. And I guess your favorite subjects back in primary school, music. Did you enjoy like the general maths, English as well? I really enjoyed maths. Oh, um, as a creative kid. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I really, uh, I enjoyed like the structure of it. Mm. Um, but I think like my creative side was more of like a hobby. Yeah. So you know when you know sometimes you like to keep your hobbies separate. separate. Yeah. Um so yeah, at school I really loved maths and um what else? Like science. Wow. Yeah, but not English. I was really bad at it. Dude, it sounds like the perfect um. child. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. yeah, it was really good. I, I loved school. Yeah, and was sports much um, like a big part of your schooling or nah? Because you wouldn't have much time if you're not studying. really. <laughs> like yeah. I ran a lot. I have really bad hand-eye coordination. Yeah, like me my too. eyesight is <laughs> shocking. So, yeah. um, and I also think like because I was really shy, and I still sort of like have that a little bit in me. Yeah. I don't really like team sports because I always feel bad like, you... oh no, you yeah. should get the ball. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like really. I feel like I'm oh. too polite in team sports. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe you need to like but tackle someone and trip someone. And yeah, get out of yeah, it. I need to like sort of reset my mind frame in that sense. But yeah, that's why I sort of like gravitated away from team sports towards running or things where I was just like it was just me that it's accountable. Yeah. Like I can't be responsible for the team's failure yeah. if I like miss a goal or stuff. Like I played some sports socially, but yeah was more into running, I would say. Yeah, fair enough. And I guess if you play sports with your brothers, would you still have that politeness or nah? It's just with kind of new people. Yeah, just, well, to be honest, I've never actually really played sports. <laughs> like we like wrestle and stuff, oh, <laughs> but I've never really played like proper sports with them. Yeah. So I'm not sure. But we run, we run together, which yeah. is which is nice. Aww, that's Except cute. they're way faster than me. Really? They are a bit taller than you. Yeah. Maybe that helps. Long yeah. Legs. Yeah. And what about like sort of making friends at school? How was that? Especially when you know you moved from South Africa to Australia mm. to when you were like ten years old. Yeah. So, I uh, I was mentioning to you before that like. I really did not want to move yeah. to Australia because I had my friends and, and then like I didn't like the Australian accent. I just thought it sounded so bogan yeah, and I, I thought that Australians wear like hats with corks <laughs> on the end. I was like, don't take me to that country. <laughs> but um, I'm so glad to be here. And actually, funny enough, when I moved, when I first moved, like I, no one could understand me with my accent. Oh. And so, like, I was so shy and I just wanted to fit in. So I'd, like, go home and, like, watch Australian movies and TV shows yeah. and, like, try and talk how they talk and try and, like, get rid of my South African accent, actually. But now I wish I kept it. Yeah. Um, but what were we talking about? My friends. I had yeah. really good friends in South Africa, actually, who I'm still in touch with some Impressive. of them now, which is really good. Like, thanks to, like, Facebook, Facebook. and Instagram, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's really cool to see like where their lives have taken them as well. But I was really lucky to have like a great group of friends here oh. as well. Because I think that makes all the difference during school too. It does. Um, like, I don't know, we were all sort of like interested in the same things, like wanting to, I don't know, study or like, yeah. you know, encouraging each other in that. Oh, so it was really cute. good. I think the 
power of like who you surround yourself with yeah. is so important, especially especially at that age. Like I see now, like my cousins going through high school and things, and how their friends influence them. Yeah. So <laughs> I, it makes me really grateful to have had like really solid group. Like not like I feel like I'm more like a quality rather than quantity yeah, for sure. type of person like just a small tight-knit group was really good during school yeah that's awesome mm. and so all your friends are pretty much like into academics as well yeah yeah like I think my friends all, all valued like not not that we were necessarily interested in the exact same yeah. things academically but just like the value of actually trying or like yeah. the mentality of like wanting to do well not just like oh yeah. I don't care about <laughs> school you know yeah so, that's so good yeah. yeah probably why your parents relax they're like yeah you're friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> not doing anything crazy yeah that's awesome yeah and then tell me more about your like so when you were in primary school and you're sort of thinking about the future, you wanted to be like an artist, right? Yeah. What kind of artist? Let's let's paint that parallel universe. Well, I I actually don't know because I I I'm, haven't really like painted in a really long time. Like that must have been my childhood hobby because my mum has oh, so many painting cute. paintings that I did as a child. But then I suppose that like transpired to more the music route for that creativity. Yeah. But um. Did you want to be a pianist or a clarinetist? Don't know what it's called. I never really wanted to, because like then when I got a bit older, I I realised that I prefer to keep music as like a hobby. So yeah. I didn't really, uh, I didn't really want to become, say, like a clarinet sure. teacher or yeah anything like that. But I just really enjoyed it as a sort of way to escape yeah. or or yeah unplug, which was really nice. That's so good. Yeah. And then tell me more about, so you were in high school and then you're thinking about the future, going to university. What was kind of your options at that point? Um, all throughout high school, I actually really, really wanted to um, study medicine. Oh, yeah. So I can see it. <laughs> I, it was like my, that was after like dream. after my dream of being an artist. That's the next dream that I could like remember basically since... I don't know, maybe grade four or so. Ooh, yeah. And because um, I was like born really, really early and things like that and like had heaps of help from doctors. So I was like, I just want to be a doctor and yeah. like give back to people uh -huh. sort of Thank thing. You. And yeah, so that was like my dream all throughout school. And then in grade 12, um, I just like had a total pivot of like, I don't know, I freaked out about like, people's lives being in your hands and yeah. I was like oh my goodness it's too much responsibility <laughs> like I don't want to yeah like as much good as you can do in that role um I just felt like too overwhelmed by yeah by that the weight of actually that responsibility so I was like no yeah. let me change <laughs> and um actually at UQ they just had I think two years by that point of the BAFE program, which was, it was sort of like marketed as like um, something that, it's like, a, you know, a tight knit pro cohort and like a 
um, fast-paced program and I was like, yeah, that sort of like appeals to me. Um, so that, yeah, that was what I ended up with, which I'm really glad that I did. Yeah, and if you weren't going to go to BEEF, what was your kind of second option, third option, if you had any? I still had my second option down as like medicine. Oh. Um, and I did the, what do you Gamset. call it, UMAT? Is oh. that's that the one that you do oh, yeah, in school? Yeah. I did that and, and all that, um, but I just didn't want to actually go through with it. So that would have been my second option. And sometimes today I'm like, oh, should I have, should I have it's done a long that? But degree yeah, my brother's doing medicine at the moment, and um, like I think he'll he'll be really good at it. Oh. But sometimes I'm like, oh, that that sounds so interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes I wonder like, what if? But then yeah. I don't really regret not going down that path. Yeah. Are you good under stress? Probably. Uh, I th like, I feel like I haven't really had that many stressful situations. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think maybe sometimes I like internally freak out. But yeah, but no one sees it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are you good with like blood, that kind of stuff? No, 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 I'm really bad. <laughs> My brother got career. his wisdom teeth out oh, and then yeah. I went and I went and um, to go pick him up and I looked inside his mouth when we were at the dentist chair and I passed out. <laughs> so. But like during or after or? No, like when? during, during, oh, like, wow. so uh, yeah, that wasn't good. But I've heard that people get accustomed to that yeah. so yeah because <laughs> I, I was really interested I wanted to see yeah. like what did future, future what they dentist do. yeah <laughs> um so I think I'm definitely in the right place here yeah that's cool yeah yeah who knows it might be like a little hobby of yours mm. maybe you could be KPMG's first aid officer yeah because I yeah <laughs> I still do think there's like something really um beautiful or rewarding about being able to help yeah someone's help or maybe it's just because sometimes I'm like how am I actually helping people yeah and to me you know being in the health field seems like the most or not the most but like a very tangible way yeah. to show that you're directly actually helping someone yeah. but I also think there's other ways to <laughs> yeah to do sure. that you like everyone's that given different often. gifts or talents so yeah yeah, definitely would feel good to <laughs> yeah. be in the healthcare space. Yeah, and then tell me more about VAPE. So did it, um, what was your kind of experience? Was it like a very big step up from high school? I think, I think term, or oh, what is it called? Semester one of uni yeah. was probably tricky in an adjustment type yeah. thing because they sort of um, like throw you straight in Ooh. and it was really good because you get, you have to find your feet really quickly, but that was maybe the biggest shock for me coming from school. Um, and also I lived like on campus at UQ. Oh, fun. So it was really good and, and a few people, I think there were maybe four or five of us at my college who were studying, like in my same BAFE oh, cohort. So that was really valuable to have people that were going through the same thing. And something that I really valued about the whole BAFE experience was just um, having a set group of 
people that you you can form friendships with and go through the whole thing with like um, a lot of other people that I've heard sort of aren't able like they have such huge degrees yeah and there's different people in each course yeah it's hard yeah it would be a lot harder so yeah I think that was my favorite part of it oh that's sweet Mm. yeah and for babe so there's two parts to it there's the finance and the economics did you sort of gravitate to one in particular um I really like them both for different reasons like I actually didn't expect economics to be as like mathematical Mm. as it was um I I don't know going in I sort of just expected it to be like theories and concepts about the world (laughs) the economy (laughs) but yeah I I like I, I don't know I mentioned that I really like math so I enjoyed that part of the um economics but I liked them both for different reasons I think um yeah I enjoyed finance because it's a, I felt like it's a little bit more um what do you call practical it yeah practical like if you know if we're talking about um bonds I've seen bonds yeah like I, I, I can understand how they're issued in real life and stuff like that so it's a I felt like it was a lot less hypothetical. Yeah. Whereas econ- economics is very. Yeah, I, I like, agree. Hypothetical, yeah. I feel. Yeah, that's true. And I guess you went down the professional pathway. Did you do an mm. honors or not? Yes. So it is an honors. Like I think, like as long as you complete your four years, it's an yeah. honors. Yeah. But um, you so you could do general or like professional pathway. Uh, a finance major or an econ major and I yeah I did the general professional pathway Um, but as part of that we did because you don't have to do a traditional thesis um, you do like a short one yeah you do a little short one so we we did I I was in a group of four and we looked at um, uh, using uh, Twitter or what's it called now, like X. Um, yeah. But we built a little, like a little bot that I guess like oh. scanned the sentiment of tweets um, on Twitter about like cryptocurrencies. Oh. So if like say Bitcoin was mentioned in a tweet and it had like a good word, then that was given like a certain rating from zero to 10. And yeah, so we sort of like mapped out Twitter sentiment versus price to oh, see if you could. That's kind of cool. Um, if you can like use that as a leading indicator to invest in something or things like that, it was actually really fun. Yeah, it had a pretty strong <laughs> correlation, but I haven't actually. I'm too scared to put my money where my yeah. mouth is on that one. Um, but yeah, that was really. It was a really fun. Um, sort of as far as those sort of projects go it was really yeah, good yeah that's awesome yeah. and it has a kind of like application to real life kind of yeah like that's what I really project. enjoyed about it like it didn't really seem like that hard work because it seemed like you know the application seemed really cool and yeah. it was fun and did you code it from scratch no we used some <laughs> we used some pre um pre-packaged software packaged yeah, yeah scripts and stuff and just had to tweak some yeah no that's pretty awesome because mm. I did business analytics and I did a project it's kind of similar to yours but 
very different, but yours sounds much cooler. Mine was like for Taco Bell and I was reading custom oh. reviews and I read like 100 and then I had to like um, create like different boxes of where, which is this like about the food? Is this about the service? Oh, wow. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, uni assignments, but yours sounds much awesome because you got like a software. <laughs> Mine was like completely manual. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That would have been so tough. It was. Well, and some of the comments like, yeah, they're pretty boring to read through. <laughs> Yeah, so glad you didn't have to go through that manual yeah. process. Would have been a pain. Yeah. Yeah, and then tell me more about like, um, how was your uni experience? Were you like heavily involved in club societies? Were you, you know, like, you know, getting on the internships, doing case comps, that kind of thing? Um, I think actually, like living at college, I lived there for three years out of my four year degree. So that sort of like consumed a lot of my time. Yeah. But it was, it was really good um, as well because there was always a lot going on um, but it felt like I wasn't swamped by uni because I sort of like had it like forced a really good balance in my life um, so that was really good and it was probably only until after I left college that I thought oh maybe I should get involved in some societies <laughs> or things like that so I think then in my fourth year I did like the case comps and oh, um, wow. um, was part of UQBA or something yeah. Um, but it, yeah I think most of my uni life I was not super heavily involved in in like the UQ campus life um, but I sort of like tried to make up for it later on but yeah I do wish I was like part of it um, all the way going through. Whoops, I think the lights are dimming but yeah I think that would kind of make sense because I think um, a lot of people they do extracurriculars um, to sort of meet friends but if you mm. sort of have your like small little cohort like one the degree is like yeah. you have your friends there and then if you're living on college yeah. I don't know how you would have much time to yeah. get but too crazily involved. I do think that that's a really good point. Like, it would be, a, if you didn't have that yeah. environment, like, that would be a really great way to actually meet people. Because yeah. I think going to uni, even though there's so be many people around, can be really isolating at the yeah. same time. It can be. Mm. Would you say uni was, like, the best four years of your life? Was it much better compared to primary school, high school, or...? I actually don't know. Like, I think all the seasons have been so different, like, and valuable in different ways. It probably sounds really cliche, but, like, I yeah. can't really pick a favourite. They've just <laughs> been so um, different. Like, um, you know, I valued being at school and being able to be around my family um, and things like that. And then uni was just, like, really fun. Yeah. And... Yeah, so it was probably very, it was really fun. A lot, definitely a lot of like freedom and yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, so I guess it was it'd good be pretty that. hard to compare. Mm, yeah. yeah, very, yeah, hard to compare because they're very different. Yeah. Cool, nice. I want to talk about some random experiences that you've had. So mm -hmm. tell me first about Community B. So Community B is like a um, little hobby turned <laughs> business venture that my brothers sort of started and because they when they were about 14 or so they um, got interested in beekeeping so they got 
some beehives for their birthday and then oh. they expanded and expanded and a couple years ago they um, oh well they actually were selling their honey to um, you know just little stores around our area oh, and so um, we got some jars made that were printed with their like logo and stuff which was which was really so cool cute. um and then they they entered this competition a couple years ago called generation innovation and you go through and like you create a business idea um with like a mentor and things like that um and then at, they actually ended up winning that competition which was really cool and they got like some cash to sort of like oh, kickstart kick their business and um, the idea behind community was sort of like selling their honey, selling honeycomb, beeswax, or all these mm. products, and then also um, selling beehives for people to have in their ho own mm. homes because it was it was sort of around sustainability and yeah. like how the environment, like bees, are really really actually important to the ecosystem, and without them, like you know, it would be pretty dismal. I'm pretty sure, like, the world would end, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. But, yeah, so it was just also about that awareness piece and, um, you know, trying to promote people to, you know, keep a beehive in their backyard or yeah. things like that. Um, so, yeah, that's still going. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. I made them a website and oh, things... But the websites we've since stopped that subscription because um, it was just like a it's like a few hundred dollars yeah. each year, which is not that much. But they weren't really selling that much through the website anyway. Yeah, more so through like local. I think people like to buy local. Yeah, so like having it in there in the fruit shops and IGAs and stuff around um, Budrum where we live, yeah. like was really good. So yeah. they're still doing that, yeah. That's awesome. So how many hives do you have at home? About like, well, actually we moved house. We were on acreage where we had about 20, 25. And then now we've moved. We can't have any on our property anymore because um, it's just like a really small block. But we've got them still at a friend's house. <laughs> so it's still like quite, still like around the same amount of hives. Yeah. yeah. And is it like a very... Um, is it very time consuming to sort of maintain like the bees? I don't know what is sort of involved in the day. It's mainly, well, <laughs> thankfully, it's mainly my brothers who maintain yeah. that. Um, but it's more so like just checking on it periodically and then around the time when they'll harvest, um, then it's a pretty significant oh, commitment. Yeah. But it's more just like, it's not like a constant effort. It's more like, oh, it's time to harvest. Yeah. Oh, we're silhouetted. Um, I don't mind continuing. We can just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> It'll probably just adjust the light. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's more like... So when's harvest around season, by the way? It, there's not really a season. So it, it just depends on the rainfall and that sort of stuff, how much honey they create. And then if there's enough honey, then they will harvest. And um, then it's like a f good few days yeah. to like bottle them and all that sort of stuff. That's so and then awesome. they're fresh. And then they wait till the next harvest. Yeah. It's usually like mm, a few months in between. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. And does your family love honey? Fresh from the I actually don't love honey what? myself. It's just too sweet. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, the rest of my family love it, have it for breakfast on their toast and things. So <laughs> it's good. Perfect. Yeah. And then tell me more about your journey into KPMG. How did that sort of begin? And so I. I joined KPMG first as part of the VACI program or the Vacationer program, um, uh, which is their internship. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, in the end of 2020, um, which that was really good. It was like an eight-week program to um, sort of – it was good to be able to, like, meet people and they sort of take you through a lot of the training. I think – um, taking part in any sort of like internship is always really valuable. Um, so that was really good. And then afterwards, I stayed on in my team, um, which is now called Finance Advisory, for just on a casual basis, like one day a week. Yeah. Um, which that, yeah, so I was really lucky to have that opportunity. And I think even just, even though one day a week, like you're not really adding that much value, but it was really valuable to me because like, um, by the time I then started as a grad, I just had so much knowledge through just like absorbing things that were going on. Yeah. So that was really good. Yeah, I was really lucky for that opportunity. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and so what kind of like now you're still in the same team as you vacationed in, right? Yes. Yeah, and what would you, I know like um, everyone gives a very cliche thing where every day is different mm -hmm. for a consultant, but yeah. how would you sort of break down your day, like from the time you get into the office and then? Well, usually, well, I, I do like going to the gym in the morning, so I'll run to the gym, do my short gym, <laughs> run back home, have a shower, get changed, come into the office at like 8.30. I'm not an early bird, like some people get in so early. <laughs> they do. Um, but I, I, I really like trying to make, like do something in my morning, otherwise it, it feels, feels like, like a waste. Yeah, so I'm like, tick that off. Um, unless I have to come in early for a specific reason, then I'll skip yeah. that. But I feel like that really like makes me feel energized for the day. Um, then I'll like, check my emails classic. <laughs> you know, the, the classic um and I think like I know it is a cliche but every day really it's <laughs> hard to to pinpoint what what a day a day in the life sort of yeah. feels like but often there's like you know a, a fair few meetings or it might be a day of like writing reports or if there's specific 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 um, deliverables that are due sometimes it's just like okay we've had all our meetings we need to just like focus almost like a group assignment I would yeah, say yeah. Um, I, yeah I think maybe consulting is kind of like just perpetually working on group <laughs> assignments with people yeah um, which is good and would you say that you have like a lot of excel work calculations or is it mostly done in word powerpoint um, our team there's people that do a lot of Excel, but I haven't personally worked with it a whole yeah. bunch, which is not what I expected coming in. Like I just sort of assumed that finance advisory would be a lot of numbers and Excel yeah. and things like that, but I've spent the most of my time in PowerPoint, which... Yeah. Pretty slides. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually really love, like there's something really therapeutic about yeah, a, yeah. making a pr presentation Everything look good. Up. Yeah. yeah. And then it people just think that it, more credible yeah, <laughs> if you have a bit of a halo effect. 
Um, so, yeah, I've spent a lot more time in PowerPoint than I expected, but I, yeah, I really Quickly like brush it. up those PowerPoint skills if you yeah. want to get into finance. Yeah, that would be a great skill. Yeah, I think for consulting in general, a lot of it is PowerPoint. Mm. Yeah. Also, one thing I forgot to touch on, yeah, tell me more about um, your role as administrative assistant at your parents' business. How is that uh, going? So, yeah, up until recently I was working for my parents. They had a business selling sort of like portable advertising that has Ooh. like printed, you know, banners, marquees, yeah. signs of any sort. Um, so that was really good. I was really lucky to be able to work for them and have a very sort of casual job that, um, you know, was really flexible to, to any of my commitments. Um, yeah, I've been working for them just up until recently when they sold their business. And that was really good to see how a business operates, first yeah. of all. Um, and also, on the other hand, like, I really liked the opportunity to just switch off from work or study and, yeah, just focus on something completely different and unplug yeah. um, and like have some time out, which was really good. Yeah. And watching your parents grow a business, did, did that ever like become a thing that you wanted to do as well? Uh, not really at the time, but I think the more I, like the older I get, the more I appreciate the flexibility that that offered them. Like I didn't, Ever, I just took for granted, you know, and school how they could take as much time yeah. off as they wanted. Like, yeah, they always had to have their laptops on and like be there to in case in sort case. of keep the business running. But like, they could be with us like most of the time and pick us up from school and things like that. So I think you know, like, if I have a family one day, so that's something that I would probably really consider to try and yeah, have that. That's true flexibility and like try and be there for them yeah that's awesome cool another question I want to ask you sort of like a general question how do you sort of manage time because like right now you know you're doing a CA you're doing a blockchain course at TAFE and you know like you always um, back in uni you're doing like a bunch of different things so you always have like a few tabs <laughs> open for everything how yeah. do you sort of manage your time and I feel like um, I'm pretty sure there's some sort of like, what's it called? Like a theory that yeah. says like you're, if you set like X amount of tasks for yourself in the day, like yeah. your time management will just like allocate allocate to yeah. fit that in. Mm. So like, that's kind of just like my theory <laughs> of life. Wow. Like I'm just, I, I feel like if just, just taking on things, um, you're sort of forced to actually just, complete adapt them, that. adapt <laughs> however it works. Um, but I have to say like during, whilst like at school and uni, I was really focused on like getting the best grade that I could. Nowadays, it's more like I really just want to pass like my CA, pass my blockchain. Yeah. Like I've gotten, because I just can't actually devote that much time, that much time to each thing individually. Like, that's the compromise that comes with trying to do lots of things at once. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm also, like, a little bit of a crammer. <laughs> so I probably Lovely. don't have the best time management skills on a consistency basis. But, like, I just 
know that if, if, if I have an assignment due or something, I'm just blocking out that period yeah. of time. And yeah, that's mainly how I sort of tackle my studies and stuff. And I'm really thankful that we do get study leave yeah. here um, and work is really supportive, which is good. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you felt that like, um, have there been multiple times in your life where you've sort of bitten off more than you can chew, that kind of thing? Like, just sign up and then like, when the day comes where you just submit <laughs> everything, you're like, oh dear. Um, may, not, not really, but sometimes I do just get a bit overwhelmed and then I like call my mom <laughs> and like, have a bit of a cry and she's yeah. like, pull yourself together. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> if, you, if you insist. But I really feel like, um, like my family is something that really like grounds me. Like I, yeah. they live on the Sunshine Coast and I really love going up there to visit them and just say like leaving my laptop and everything behind yeah. and taking that time to reset. And it's like, it's more so rather than biting off more than I can chew, I feel, feel like my own concern is more just like keeping going, going, going and forgetting to rest. Yeah. Um, like I'm more of like a, I don't think it's really all or nothing, but I'd rather be busy and try and do a lot. And be super busy. <laughs> yeah, if I'm if I'm busy, I want to like be as productive as yeah. possible. But then if I'm taking a rest, I want to fully unplug. Yeah. So I think that's the important thing, and I've really, um, yeah, I try to go there as much as I can to see my family and and just reset. Yeah, that's um, so good. I guess like on the way while you're traveling to Sunshine Coast, that's already the reset. Yeah, like, yeah. Physically in two different places, hence like two different mindsets. Yeah, like put on a podcast yeah. and <laughs> that sort of thing and then, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're nearly at the end of the podcast, just a few more quick questions. So the deep question, Nicole, what do you think the meaning of life is in your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one. Um, I think just like, being, you know, making everyone around you feel, like I think the meaning of life is just like, work and stuff is really like pointless in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like if, if you can um, sort of like make people around you feel good and you know, it's more like, I think it's just more so about relationships than achievements, yeah. which, um, and yeah, sometimes when you're like, oh no, I've done a really bad job at this. Like, I don't know, I feel like I have really high personal standards for myself yeah. that I don't like to not meet. Yeah. And so sometimes I just have to like remind myself that like that's not, that's not the in the grand thing. scheme of things, it's yeah. not really important. Yeah, mm. that's true. And if you won the lottery tomorrow and finances were not a concern, what would you do differently about your life? I think <laughs> on a very practical level, yeah. I think I'd probably just like actually try and like invest that money to provide yeah. just a passive income that I can live off. Yeah. Right? This sounds really <laughs> boring. I'm not like, oh, I wouldn't buy an island for myself. Yeah, but first make but, sure that you can sustain this money. Yeah, because you hear of so many lottery winners that yeah. just like go broke yeah. and spiral into like it's actually that winning the lottery is just like the downfall. the downfall yeah so I feel like I would just try and set myself up for the future but I don't really think I would like quit my job or anything drastic mm. like that because I really like the idea 
of working not because you have to. Yeah. Like that sounds so like romanticized and cliche, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like work, you know, you're not working to earn a living. Yeah. Um, but you're working because you actually enjoy what you do. So I think to choose to work would really like Yeah. Um, it's like emphasize a, that. Yeah, it mean that your love for work is pure because you're Yeah. do it. Yeah. For anything. Which, yeah. like, would it be realistic to, <laughs> to, to actually want to work every day? I don't know. Yeah, you'd probably, Some... like, go to, like, a twice, <laughs> yeah. twice a week basis. Maybe or... go to, like, scale back to four days a week or yeah. something. Yeah, I think a lot, mm. like, scale back even more. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, like, once a week, check yeah. in with the colleagues. Hey, mate, how's yeah. it going? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe switch job. Maybe be the plant lady. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, like I, I think I like the idea of just, like, being able to do anything yeah. and not yeah. being able to that's awesome and the final question is what is an ideal perfect day in the life for you it can be work related it can be non-work related I feel like if I feel like a, d a day in the life would probably be more more work related because I'm at work most, yeah. <laughs> you know most yeah. days but um I would really love to um well my like dream is to live on the Sunshine Coast because that's where I grew up and I really love it there. Um, but like I would love to just actually during um, COVID when everyone was working from home, I lived there Aww. for a bit with my family. It was so good because we went to the beach in the morning, Aww, come lovely. home, log on, um, go for a walk at, yeah. in the afternoon. Like, so I think part of my ideal day is just like getting out, whether it's to the beach or to the gym or something like that, getting out in the morning and like getting out in the night, not just, yeah. just sort of like stay home all day. Yeah, have a bit of like nature, mm. work. Yeah, nature. like just balance. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, we're at the end of the podcast. It was so Yay. lovely hearing your story. Thanks Learned for having me. a lot me. about you. So I hope it was a fun experience. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Do you want to say bye? Bye. Bye.